all got ups and downs because the world's intense. How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift. Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it. You are listening to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. My name is Chris Bowman. My name is Lizzie Bartelt. My name is Ben Harrison. Woo-woo. <laughs> well. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, I thought we were going to do like a New Year's resolution show, and it seems yeah. like we're not, but I... Uh, I was the only one on the team that said... Chris doesn't I have resolutions, yeah. I no. think. Yeah. The last couple of years, eh, it worked out <laughs> well. I, I was going to force myself to have one for the show, but I was like, eh, it's a little late in the game to be doing a New Year's resolution. Did you come up yeah. with one? I haven't this year. I have a lot of them. I'm a real resolution person. Yeah. I and like in past they've worked out okay. Like externalizing more definitely like got like got some traction in my life, yeah. I think. Now everybody Good. else is an asshole and I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> the pendulum is swung the other out. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I still like I still struggle with the same stuff, but I, I feel like making like a an active choice on that one had some positive results. Yeah. Good. Uh, Externalizing the fact that you wanted to externalize helped you yeah. start doing that more. Yeah, that's S- good. Saying it onto my podcast webisode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I just, I guess nothing in particular. I think I've just been afflicted with the malaise of the end of 2016 so much that I haven't been like feeling that motivated to do anything sure <laughs> wow yeah been there uh, uh i'm I, i'm 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 still i'm still feeling the malaise of the end of 2016 yeah, yeah. here we are halfway hey, through so, 2017 <laughs> yeah, yeah halfway um so it's uh, i've missed you guys how about that yeah i missed Can I tell you too you that? yeah uh likewise ben, not so sure yeah yeah <laughs> uh, no um how have you been been good uh i went away for the holidays to california and oh yeah <laughs> in los angeles i stayed in bed the entire time because i had the f- influenza yeah, struck oh, down no. yeah which was zero percent of fun but um, yeah. wow how was long that did that last like four days yeah it sucks yeah. it was a long enough this is actually going to be an interesting episode because, you know, no spoilers, but the cocktail I'm drinking tonight <laughs> was one that kicked off a night that immediately preceded the influenza. Oh, no. So, and I, I like, I really tied one on one night when I was in the <laughs> Bay Area and woke up the next morning with a terrible hangover and had to like fly to LA and like, you know, it was like one of those things where you couldn't tell where the hangover ended mm, and, and the, flu the began. influenza began. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. And So really, it just gross. felt like a five-day hangover? Yeah, in a lot of ways it did. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this where if you get sick after eating something very specific, mm-hmm. it like yeah. ruins that thing for yeah. you. I know yeah. that's a thing yeah. that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have that necessarily. Yeah. Maybe the stuff I'm allergic to, but... I got real sick after eating a bunch of peanut brittle one time. And it wasn't that the peanut brittle got me sick, but I got sick and my system is like peanut brittle is poison. I don't don't know why you were eating peanut brittle in the first place. I feel like I kind of already have that instinct to not eat it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You like it, Chris? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Is there sugar in it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, 
It was a tiki <laughs> bar that I was at. So if I if I have ruined my body for tiki, oh good lord, that would be the no. end. The end of that would this tr- show. truly be the worst part of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know yet. So this we're going to test it out today. It's not well, even well, a lightning bet. So that's just a bonus here to thing. It. Yeah. <laughs> I um I Gross. once uh, at a, a well quite a young age at a, an age I shouldn't have been drinking got drunk on vodka and orange juice mm. and I uh, have never drank it since. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's another thing I would say. Probably don't want to drink that in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is like well, I'm maybe 16 or something. Yeah, of course. And uh, got violently ill and it's like okay, lesson learned and I've never <laughs> forgotten that lesson. My <laughs> violently ill drinking thing would be Baja Rose. Oh, I don't even like know what that is. Just like a milk rose flavor. It's like milky and rose flavored, maybe, or tequila Ugh. rose. Ugh. I don't. Know. It's gross. Wow. It's very gross. See, but now, has, all those other instincts that, that kept you away from everything else didn't keep. Yeah, you away didn't keep from me that. from that. But that has dairy in it, and I've always been like allergic or intolerant to dairy, so yeah. it's kind of obvious why I did not take to that well. But look, yeah, don't recommend that. <laughs> Ugh. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Take it off your checklist. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well, what do you th- what do you guys say we get into Evento de Lifo? Oh yes. Do it. <laughs> Life events. Well, I have the life event. This was about a, a month and a half ago that I got into a fight at the Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm not proud of it. Oh, but I, I am right. It. I'm not proud it. of it, but I'm right. <laughs> There's nothing nothing like impotent, righteous <laughs> rage to, to get Let's Drink About It kicked off, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Let's start this year on the right foot. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my default emotion is impotent, righteous rage. <laughs> I'm yeah, right there I, with I you. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It's the Let's Drink About It way for yeah. sure. Um, All right. Well, so I'm going to drink something. So I was thinking about Whole Foods and (laughs) just like life in general. And I I was thinking about that tiki bar and how I got sick. And I was thinking about how the last time I went to that Whole Foods and the only time I've been to that Whole Foods was because it's the only place in walking distance from our neighborhood that carries passion fruit. Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, well, maybe... Maybe I'll make a little journey to the Whole Foods. Yeah, I'll, like, a little jaunt. Yeah, a little hodge <laughs> to the to the Whole Foods to pick up passion fruit. Like the last time I went to the Whole Foods, I'll I'll remind myself what that place is like, so that when Lizzie gets into this, she can, you know, like I'll be able to do some sense memory. So we went down to the Whole Foods today, and I picked up some passion fruit, nice. and I was like, "What is what's going to be the passion fruit thing?" And I was like, "That cocktail." Mm. Oh, and then I was like, I bought the the glass that that cocktail comes in. It's a giant ceramic barrel. <laughs> it's it's quite fetching. I noticed it when I walked in here today. Yeah, so, so you're actually like visually and taste wise, you're yeah. going back in I, into. I'm uh, I'm going back to the scene of the crime. In, oh boy! And I went oh back boy. to the Pair scene the, of Lizzie's crime, bowl. and I'm going back to the scene of my crime. <laughs> I have an interesting twist for this episode too, but I'll save it till uh, <laughs> okay. we get to the moment. Okay. So the drink I'm going to be drinking uh, is the rum barrel. This is an ounce of fresh lime juice, an ounce of fresh grapefruit juice, an ounce of fresh orange juice, an ounce of unsweetened pineapple juice, an ounce of honey syrup, an ounce of light Puerto Rican rum, an ounce of 
gold Jamaican rum, two ounces of aged Demerara rum, a teaspoon of Falernum, a teaspoon of uh, allspice dram, a eighth of a teaspoon of herb saint, I'll be substituting absinthe, an uh, eighth of a teaspoon of grenadine, a dash of Angostura bitters, and a cup of crushed ice. Everything goes in a blender, uh, saving the ice for last. Blend for five seconds, pour into a ceramic rum barrel or a large <laughs> snifter. I love that the, this was new, from the New York Times, and ceramic rum barrel was actually in the description. Great. Oh, yeah, you can pick that up at Creighton Rum Barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, add ice cubes to fill, garnish with mint, fresh pineapple, and an edible purple orchid. Oh, I will be substituting a grapefruit wedge i guess for the pineapple and orchid (laughs) hey guys what i miss i just i just got back i uh i about halfway through made a sandwich yeah anytime i start reading a drink recipe on this show lately it's probably probably time to take a break it is i love it i just forget i've forgotten now and and as you started or as you kept going oh yeah (laughs) whenever you put the recipe like into the shared note it's always funny because mine usually is a little short short and then <laughs> yours you have to scroll down <laughs> he scrolls <laughs> uh chrissy poo uh yeah, um, well i when i shared this uh with you guys there was kind of some discussion about whether or not we had done this drink uh and lizzie dug a little deeper and found that we hadn't but it sounds familiar so uh it was under a different name uh, possibly but uh this is called the closing argument uh, and it's a take on a last word. It's basically a mezcal last word. So yeah. it's three quarter ounces mezcal, uh, three quarter ounces chartreuse, three quarter ounces Lux, uh, Luxardo maraschino liqueur, and uh, three quarter ounces of freshly squeezed lime juice. You're going to shake the ingredients with ice and strain into a chilled glass. That is how I like to make a drink. Mm. <laughs> basic, very basic. It's, it's, it's a memory. Basic. It's a memory thing. Yeah, it's like uh, three quarter ounces of these things. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that we've made a lot of mezcal variations of drinks. Yeah, um, but I, I still think that we haven't done this one. I'm surprised. Um, I, I, and I think if you have a bottle of mezcal, it's cool to do all the variations with it. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, you know, you know how mezcal. We've kind of been talking about mezcal, and it's how it's enjoying a bit of uh, spotlight, or it has been in the last little yeah. while. Yeah. And uh, you also know that I used to moan about our liquor stores here um, and and their lack of variety. Well, I went into sure. the one near near me, and um, they of course didn't have any mezcal. And, uh, <laughs> there was a couple of bottles in a store north of me, but that was the only other, and that's because they supply the local bars. And then the only okay. other store was their flagship store, literally in the center of Toronto, which is an unreasonable amount of time to travel for a bottle of mezcal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, still griping. That's all. Continue. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know that it's like not really the equivalent, but I went to four liquor stores before I found the rum that I needed for today. No, that's, so, so. Hey, that's, that's, still, that's still an ordeal. Yeah. Not to brag, so, though, but we have like... 10 within a five block radius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're like, I have they're one not so much liquor right. stores as vodka stores. Yeah. They're like, yeah, vodka we carry vodka and very liquor. bad wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for Duke's liquor box, this, this neighborhood God would be hopeless. You know? Good old Duke's. <laughs> well, I will be drinking a Glacier Gold for Christmas. My mom had found, uh, she pretty sure it came from stuff from my granny. 
um, a Stauffer's restaurant, you know, Stauffer's, the like frozen meal brand. They started as like a fancy dining restaurant. Really? Um, And I kind of picture it as the place that has like, you know, a personal ashtray at each seating. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the book (laughs) is really cheesy. Uh, I'm sure it was very classy at the time, but it's like, it's very cheesy. And they don't list, they, they list the recipe as like a paragraph, not as a nice actual like recipe. I've um, seen I've seen it, old recipe books yeah. like that. I saw the um But the pictures the Waldorf are cool. Astoria cookbook is yeah. like that where it'll be like like take one fine hen and rub all over <laughs> yeah. with an oil. Yeah. <laughs> this almost every recipe seems to have powdered sugar as the sh- uh, sugar element, which I also thought was very outdated. Yeah. That's weird. And yeah. kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh I hope to make a few drinks from it cuz there's definitely some interesting things in there. Yeah. Um, I like it when they say like roast something and they don't give you like a temperature or <laughs> how an to amount do of it. time. Yeah. <laughs> Just do you know how to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this has um, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, half an ounce of triple sec, third of an ounce of lemon juice, quarter ounce of lime juice, quarter ounce of orange juice, and one and an eighth ounce of amber rum. So you take the ice, you're going to like crunch the ice into snow and you mound it into a shallow glass like a coupe or a martini glass. And you use an orange as a base that you can form the ice around. So you kind of create like a concave glacier Whoa. in the glass. So There's you, a picture you use of it, the orange to like push it. it down? Um, it kind of like forms a cave, over, like a glacial cave over the glass. Oh. And then you put the drink in into that, and wow. that like slowly melts into that, which is funny mm. because it's a it's a lot of ice compared to a small amount of booze. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, you know, you can always up the booze on that if you would like. <laughs> um, but I thought it would be cool. There's a lot of drinks in this that they pack that like snow ice around the outside of the drink, and yeah. then they serve it on a little tray with like a straw. All right. Are all the pictures faded? Oh yeah, they're they're yeah. definitely. I'll text you this one. It's so it's good. pretty, pretty crazy looking. I was talk, talking to some mezcal rep, and they were saying that the way like a lot of the real fancy mezcal places in Mexico are doing it right now is you get like a a small shallow dish with with like very finely crushed ice, mm-hmm. and then the mezcal is in uh in in like a small shallow glass or ceramic drinking vessel sitting in the Clay ice. Or so it like keeps it cool, but it doesn't ever interact with the ice. So it doesn't water hmm. it down. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I like, I mean, you know, the ice stuff is always cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, cause I'm, you know, I, I always assume that the most traditional way to drink it is from the Hickory, the like that weird, like half gourd thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then, I, like that lady was telling it to, about about this like other ice thing, and I was like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> That's not right." And then I was like, "Well, wait, where did I learn what's right?" Right. <laughs> In like North American bars, <laughs> so maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> there can be more than one pathway towards yeah correctness. Yeah, but I'm really excited to see uh, this. See how it turns out. Yeah, so why too. don't we make? Them? Let's do it. Let's go do Let's it. Let's go. And if you're excited on uh, the internet there, go to Let's Drink About That It, and there'll be a picture. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Make those drinks. Cheers, guys. Mm, cheers. Cheers. Um, Clink.
So I'm going to send you guys. Mine's overflowing. <laughs> I'm going to send you guys the picture of my drink, and I'm going to ask you to uh, take a look at it. I don't know when to get that in a second. But um, so I, when I went to get Mezcal, I, I discovered that I thought, you know, I think I have a bottle in the back of my liquor shelf. So before I go spend $50 on another bottle, I'm going to go take a look. <laughs> and I did, but I only had like less. I mean, I had about an ounce left. I needed three quarters of an ounce, but it seemed like such a shame to use that last ounce. And the things that are at the bottom of a bottle of Mezcal, uh, the worms. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to take a shot yeah. uh, to get rid of it. But also, um, I got a bonus worm. There's two of them in here. So I thought, what a waste it would be uh, to, to, you know, to lose those worms. So I'm just going yeah. to do it now. So uh, you should. talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Have you had them before? No, they're gone. No, uh, <laughs> that, you know, you got to get used to it. It's like a future protein source, you know? Might be our Down only trap, protein yeah. source. Yeah. Bugs, like man. That snow pe- was it Snowpiercer? Mm-hmm. Where they ate the bug bricks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in a restaurant Riz. around here a couple of years ago, and they had a bottle of Monte Alban Mezcal up on the back bar. Mm-hmm. And then just next to it was another one that was, I want to say, like 85 to 90% worms by volume. Whoa. What? Like it was, there was mezcal. Were they like saving them up and popping them in there? I, and I, I, so I asked the bartender and I was like, uh, he, he seemed like he might be the owner. Um, and I was like, what's the, what's the story with this bottle full of worms? And he says, oh, uh, we saved them all up, and <laughs> when it filled, we have a big party. <laughs> <laughs> well, put my name on the guest list, please. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that's a bad plan. It's kind of a nice, like, kind of great, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if you're ready for that party, you got to push the mezcal. Yeah, Monte Alban is not my favorite mezcal, but uh, I do love the idea of that party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would just spend the rules for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, now Lizzie, uh, your drink yes. was very lovely for a fleeting moment yeah. and, uh, has now turned into, it oh, kinda, it's, not, it's actually not it still unattractive. Looks really nice. Yeah. It's kind of unusual to see ice in a coop. It's slushed into just a, a slush. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was very beautiful. And there was a moment when, because there was more liquid in the glass yeah. than the glass can hold, I realized it was about to start overflowing. So I had to take a couple very cold, <laughs> quick sips. Um, um, so yeah. I'm really curious what inspired Glacier Gold as the as the response to this. When I was flipping man. through the book, <laughs> I thought, well, none of these really fit old people, other than the fact that it's like you know a restaurant that old people would have been <laughs> eating at. Um, and I thought that at least gold can be associated with golden oldie, mm. which. Um, this pill definitely was not a golden oldie, <laughs> <laughs> a tarnished oldie. There's a certain type of this old person in, in New York. <laughs> yeah, this guy. So I was having lunch at Whole Foods and minding my own business. I had brought my notebook. I thought maybe I would do some meal planning and even do some quick grocery shopping yeah. before I left, um, even though I went with just the intention of having lunch. And they have... That's the kind of lifestyle you lead. Yeah, of course. You like to kill multiple birds with one stone. (laughs) They have these nice tables and the tables are community seating. So there's maybe 
eight chairs to a table. Yeah. And I picked one by the window so I could look out the window and sat, you know, like in the corner. And I also happened to be next to the electrical plug, which was my first mistake. Uh. <laughs> um, but I had my, my lunch next to me. They give you like a giant bag to put it in. Um, and I normally don't get a bag, but I had enough things that I kind of needed the bag to carry everything. And I had that in f- like to the side of me <laughs> and my lunch and my notebook and I maybe put like a hat or a scarf in the chair next to me. So I had been taking up two seats. Yeah. And I sat and had my lunch and I was mostly done with eating my lunch. I think I was eating a yogurt at a certain point. And the, uh, the table across from me had an older guy with a laptop sitting there. And a young woman was sitting there. And you could kind of see him inch in and close her out. And... It annoyed me when that happened. I got kind of mad about like this old guy thinks that he deserves this space and he's going to sit here and work and he's going to get this lady out. And she had finished her lunch and moved on. And it was kind of an inoffensive, you know, close out of getting her out of his way. Yeah. Still, I was looking at it through a, you know, a feminist eye. Mm -hmm. And you you had spotted a man spread in the wild. Yes. (laughs) So rare. And what does clo- <laughs> close her out means just kind of like he like edge like edge her out, I guess. Like took over. Yeah. Like maybe he sat until, a little too close yeah. to her and started to kind of spread his his stuff out. Yeah. Made it made and, it unpleasant to be around. Yes. And that it made me mad then. Yeah. But then it happened to me. Oh. <laughs> Same guy? Different guy. Different old. So, what? Minding my own business. And all of a sudden, this guy comes up and he has. The other guy looked kind of unassuming, but this guy looked like he was going to be trouble. And he <laughs> sat down catty corner to me and only like one seat away, which is for a table of eight to sit that close to a person is kind of rude. Like, yeah. give people a little was bit it of space. Otherwise empty? Otherwise empty. <laughs> yeah, that's no point. And he starts to kind of unpack his stuff, and he starts kind of huffing and looking at me. That's like if you're in an elevator, and somebody gets in and stands, stands like right next super to you. close to you. Happens to me all the time. So we have weird. elevators at work, and that happens a lot. And I'm like, am I invisible? <laughs> um, I must be. But he's kind of starting to get a little angry at me. You can see it. And I'm just sitting there trying to mind my own business, but I'm also getting angry because I see what's about to happen. And then he leans over me and into my personal space, like over my food and my notebook and plugs in his computer. And I kind of say, Oh, excuse me. And that's when he starts to like, immediately escalate things and and start to be combative um, about how I'm taking up a lot of space. And at this point, he had at least three chair seatings worth of space filled out. I'm sure it's somewhere like on my Twitter rant about it or in a text message, but he had some weird like food choices that he had on the table, like not a thing that you would sit and eat in a cafe like that, but you would buy for future use, like, you know, some like eggs or something. Like an entire sheet cake or something. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And he had a little bit of a fake hair situation, which I was trying not not to make fun of him for, but... Oh, yeah. Like, just get your hominem. toupee. That, that doesn't add anything. <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, he kept edging in and then he just immediately escalated and was like, well, you're taking up all this space. This is a public space, he kept saying. And I'm like, is it really a public space? It's the cafe of a Whole Foods. <laughs> and he he just kept like escalating it. Like I would say, well, I'm I'm allowed to be here and I'm taking up two seats. And he's like, you're taking up the whole table, which is not true. He was taking up the whole table. And we just... <laughs> You know, I was trying to ignore him, but then he would say something and I would, you know, whatever back in it escalated to me in a huff, grabbing all my stuff and telling him to go to hell. Wow. (laughs) And which I have never told someone like to their face before. And um, his response was, I'll have a great afternoon because I'll forget about you. Oh, (laughs) so lame. So and that's lame. when I turned around and said, I hope you rot in hell and walked away. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. Ugh. I'm not the type of person who gets into a fight at the Whole Foods. And yet <laughs> I like am the type of person who gets into a fight at the Whole Foods. <laughs> I mean, you're also not someone to let like some, some uh, you know, an injustice like that slide. No. And, and because he made my blood boil so much, like I was ready to throw his laptop. I felt like I was going to, yeah. which is why I had to get up and walk away. Um, well, and, and he... The, the guy that was like with him, they clearly knew each other. They looked at each other and the, the first guy raised his eyebrows at the other guy, but didn't say like, you know, Norm, you're being an asshole. Right. Um, so it kind of seemed like a thing they do all the time. And like he had, he knew exactly what to do to get rid of me, whether it made me mad or just made me leave quietly like the first lady. Yeah. And I didn't leave quietly, but I left. I was so mad. I was shaking mad. Mm-hmm. I yeah. texted my friend to like calm down. And it was so hard not to walk back in there and like reopen and yell at him and tell him exactly what he was doing wrong. But I was blinded by the anger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's a, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is like you have to fight back at that point you know like who who does he think he is right right i've been uh, watching a lot of bar rescue lately <laughs> and one thing that comes up a lot on that show is there'll be some bar that's like you know not breaking even like they are really struggling and there's a bar have, that needs rescuing they have a bunch yeah. Of, well yeah i mean but like there's different kinds but like sure certain certain a certain like genre of episode on that show is it's a bar that there's a very small group of people that love it yeah and are like there every night but right. they like don't pay that much because they're like the beloved regulars, the regulars and yeah. it just kind of turns into this clubhouse and then like i've been ha- a member of a bar like that before yeah but they'll like you know somebody else not part of the the like inner right. circle will come in and it will like yeah drive them like away problem, how yeah. annoying it is to be in there with other people like that and it sounds like these guys are kind of trying to set up that type of situation well the thing the Whole that Foods. kills me is that this this place is huge like there's <laughs> an entire window of those and there's probably like eight tables of eight yeah against the window plus then another row of tables and then a shorter row. So it kind of fills like this because there's, this is actually the one that's in Midtown that has like a whole body upstairs and then the, um, which is their like, uh, you know, pharmacy section. Yeah. And then they have um, a Fancy coffee lotions. bar. 
with like a cold case of coffee, pre-made drinks, and then they do tea, coffee, and whatnot up there. And then, but the the place is huge. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many open seats there. It wasn't super crowded. I eat lunch at ten or eleven a.m. Like, this was not a, t- a crazy time to be crowded and like fighting for space. So. Oy. That guy can rot in hell, like I told him the first time. <laughs> well, I think there's, you know, it, it, you know, the the saying "beware the patient man." So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you sort of you sort of spend most of your time practicing, you know, your Zen like state of mind, and then when someone just, you know, goes so far over the line, you know, yeah. you, you basically like it happened at, uh, to me at work recently where. Uh, I had my back turned. I was doing the cash out at the end of the night. It's like 2 a.m. And uh, I hear someone over my shoulder say to my colleague, you know, sorry if I was really belligerent last. Was I really belligerent last time I was here? And I turned around (laughs) and I noticed who it was. And it's somebody that's been there uh, and and a real like troublemaker multiple times. And I just like. And was very belligerent last time. Conciliatory troublemaker. I love it. I I just, yeah, well, that's just it. I was like, you know, like I I let loose. I just let loose. Like, uh, I want to say, I want to say eight weeks of pent up rage at drunken idiots. (laughs) And and I I basically just, I I don't want to repeat what I said because I was mean and I was like, you know, it, 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 like the guy's abusive to women and he just comes in and, and, uh, makes people uncomfortable and, you know, comes in sober. to make a life change. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, it's clearly a problem, right? Like he comes in meek, you know, so he doesn't really know what he's done, but, um, that doesn't, you know, let him off the hook. So I took it upon myself, but I, I mean, I just, I, (laughs) I, I basically, I, anytime, you know, I hear something like that, Lizzie, it's like, I'm, I, I can put myself in your shoes immediately because i will only stand for so much you know and then i'll snap <laughs> right twig. right yeah. there's a lot of it's it's that idea of like you have to pick your battles because living in a city like this yes. and especially taking public transit every day yeah like there's always a thing i want to yell at somebody for and no offense to you too but it's usually an asshole dude and i'm yeah. always like feeling my misandry and it's like <laughs> it, there's so many things that i'm like you know what Maybe they don't know or they don't see whatever. The thing that makes me the most angry is when people won't take their backpack off on a crowded train because it makes so much more room for people and they don't realize how much it like hits people. Yeah. You know, it's just super annoying. And then people who have a shoulder bag think that their shoulder bag is okay also and that it's the same thing. It's just on your shoulder, not on your back. It's still taking up a lot of space. And my mind sees the efficient, the smart, way to pack everybody in there right and these people are not seeing it and not everybody thinks the same way and not everybody agrees with the best path towards whatever the solution but it's so hard not to like yank on people's backpacks and say you're an adult take your backpack off (laughs) yeah Yeah. but i do not fight that fight because i would be getting into like a shaking anger yeah well i mean like fight on that too city living you know you're just surrounded by ticking time bombs i think most you know i mean it's just like go ahead and cross me you know let's see let's see what happens today (laughs) it's a shit way to live but it's true like i mean i i was at a restaurant empty i was the only one in i walked in went for some um like it had just opened. I went for some sushi and then like, uh, you know, two or three couples. The first couple that came through the door after me sat at the table behind me in like this monster restaurant. And I'm the one that feels like an asshole. I'm like, why, right. am, I, why am I so upset right now? But I think, Ben, you could probably relate to that. Yes. Or maybe Absolutely. 2015, Ben, could relate to that. The like, 
no, the I mean, personal space thing drives me nuts. Yeah. But then I'm just I, like sitting, listening to, you know, the most banal, like basically listen to this guy talk over his partner, you know, like a woman's trying right. to get a, a, a word in edgewise. And he's just like, you know, again, like mansplaining <laughs> or whatever. And I'm just like, man, you are the fucking problem here, you know, like just <laughs> shut your fucking mouth for a minute, you know? Um, I about once, about like once a quarter, not to use the quarter, not to <laughs> use schedule? quarterly uh, quarterly earnings report. Once a quarter, I uh, have to take a bunch of film crap on the subway because mm. I'll have like, you know, I'll have like a shoot that I need to be there at 9 a.m. And if I were to get up and hire a car and take it into the city at n- and get there at 9 a.m., it would mean I would have to leave my house at, like, 7.30 because I would be in so much fucking traffic right. and mm-hmm. it would just be the most miserable thing in the world. And it's like, I can do that or I can, like, suffer a little bit and be on public transit for 30 minutes right. and leave my house at 8.30. Right. And uh, it's I always feel awful because I know that, like, everybody else is commuting with, like, one piece of small... Right. Personal, mm-hmm. personal, you know, one small carry on. Right. <laughs> and I've got like the fucking tripod <laughs> and the, and the like rolly bag with the camera in it and maybe a bag with lights. And it's like, give me a fucking break, asshole. <laughs> yeah. But you only do it once a quarter. If you did it every day. I think, I think that's the thing is like, I'm so self-conscious when I do that, that I'm like incredibly like conciliatory towards everybody I come across. I'm like, pardon, sorry. You know, and I'm never like trying to like rush in front of people. I like, I like, I do as many things as I can within reason to make it not a fucking completely irritating event for everybody. But that, that backpack thing, like people don't realize how, like what they made an entire ad campaign (laughs) about how to be a better person and a better like citizen in public transit. Yeah. And one of the things is to take your backpack off. And there were so many times that someone would be doing the the horrible monster human thing right underneath that ad, yeah. like clipping their fingernails. Don't get me started <laughs> oh on that one. And we could have an entire oh my 45 minute rant on that. I that just, one happened all the time. Someone putting on makeup or brushing their hair and the backpack one. And every time I saw myself, I didn't actually do it, but I, I like envisioned myself tapping them on the shoulder and pointing to <laughs> it and saying, you're the reason why they made this ad yeah. campaign. I, yeah. You should be reading this. Just a tiny bit of self-awareness. That's all. Yeah. It'd be nice. Kills me. Uh I want to say, say real quick, Ben, uh, you know, 2017 is off to a great start. I think, I think <laughs> Let's Piss and Moan About It is a much better podcast. It's an interesting premise. Um, yeah. As I was checking out at the liquor store today, I was like, what could we do with our podcast that would make it so it doesn't cost $100 every time we record? <laughs> yeah. Turn but, uh, it into but the we found community. it. We found the answer. Let's just fucking rage for like a year. Yeah. Let's just send as much negativity into the universe <laughs> yeah, into as the we universe. can. See what comes back. Yeah. Just see. <laughs> it would last two episodes. And then <laughs> no um, more. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I've had a, a few like, times where i was like a regular at a place Mm, like yeah there was a coffee shop in the west village that when i lived in manhattan 
even when I didn't live anywhere close to it, like I uh, would, I would be there three or four times a week. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you get to know like the other people that are doing a similar volume of hanging there. Right. You know, like there was one guy who would always like have the crossword puzzle going and like sometimes I'd, I'd have it going and you'd be like, did you get 17 across <laughs> nice. yet? You know, like, yeah, That's like great. that kind of relationship. Yeah. That's like a solid one. There was one who told me that he was a cruise comedian and oh. uh, he would always kind of like hold hold court, yeah. you know, like there would be like a bunch of his weird gray hair buddies that would show <laughs> up. And then here in Brooklyn, I uh, had a coffee shop that was... Uh, my go-to hang and and I was I would like because I've worked from home for so long my routine for a long time and it's not really this anymore but for a long time it was I would get up in the morning I would go sit in a coffee shop for like an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. and then I would come home and coming home was coming to work and okay so that was like my like, way of kind of mentally framing my day right and this place in Brooklyn that I I love the coffee. I love like all the people that work there. Like there's so many things that are great about it, but they had this crowd of dudes that would show up (laughs) like predictably every morning that I called like the semi-retired sculptor society. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Picture them. They're just like a bunch (laughs) of like guys who are like, oh, you're like, you know, 52 and still so funky, you know, (laughs) and like... And there would be, like, it was kind of this group that was, there was a couple of, like, ringleaders that were always there, but it would sometimes be four people, and sometimes it would be, like, 17 people. Yeah. And... A rotating cast. When it was like that, they would just take the whole fucking place up, like, they would <laughs> help themselves to every chair and table in the place, like, move things around like so that house. they could all yeah. have, like, the whole thing. And you'd be sitting there, and, like, you know, like, it would be, like... Like you, like where I would, I would come in one, you know, like I would set up my, my notebook or my laptop or whatever. I'd be doing something and I would set my bag on the chair next to me and these guys would come in and somebody would request the chair and, you know, when, you know, somebody requests the chair, you got to take it, take your thing off, but you take the thing off and they would take the chair and move it to the other side of the rest, restaurant (laughs) and like, and it just like it got to the point where I was like, it's disruptive. For, I like, cannot fucking piece. stand these yeah. people being in a room with me, even mm-hmm. though right. like it's never come to blows. I've never had words with them. It's just that like, like they are like, yeah, it's like group man spreading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like and and it 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 uh, you know, guys, like, like I, I don't I, I don't suffer from that. You know, like the same way other people do. Like I'm a. I'm a big, tall, straight white guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody, sure, sure. Like, I, like I am the one manspreading ten times out of ten. Right. Sure. And like the the times that it has happened to me, like, and it, it's so funny because it was like such a big place, the Brooklyn one, like yeah. the, the West Village one, tiny. Like, right. there's no room for anybody to do anything, anyways. Like, right. They wouldn't have their club meeting there. Well, <laughs> just it's like. Like, you're lucky if you have a table that's big enough to open a MacBook on, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't happen. Like, it's not, like, people aren't, people come into that place conscious of their, of what their body is doing right. to the you're physical not, space. You're not going to set up in a place that just does to go. Right. With a tiny counter with your laptop. And- but that bigger space, like the Whole Foods, like the, yeah. the Brooklyn coffee shop, I feel like it kind of, 
the like public aspect of it people take as like this is a free event space yeah or a free office yeah that i am entitled to it like engenders this this self-entitlement yeah it's weird Uh, i i can't well new yorkers are entitled i don't like call me an alarmist (laughs) but i want to i don't want to uh uh you know you know, shake you guys up, rattle you too much, but I, there's a common denominator in every one of our shitty stories about being out in public. Well, I, I've uh, noticed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know what we're to do about this, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Send them all in a rocket, well, rocket into ra- space, rage against the machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, I was uh, as you were talking yeah. about correcting people on the subway. I was like, what if there was like, you know, like where the conductor is? What if that was just like a plexiglass booth and like one day out of the year, everybody got to sit in that booth with a microphone and just like point like, out the horribleness. Sir, <laughs> sir, in the in the red jacket, pl- your armpit is right in that poor woman's face. Public please. shaming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. If, you, if you just got like, you could sign up. There'd be like a little lottery. And you'd oh be behind, God, like, wanna, bulletproof I glass. I want to be that person yeah. so bad. Yeah. And they yeah. let you out in an undisclosed yeah. location so you could really rip into people. Yeah. Like, Just because you want to make out with your teen <laughs> partner does not mean you should do it right across from right. me and this nice old lady reading a book that yeah. happened to me last week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, MTA, if you're listening, this is like a... Yeah, like we're of, open for it. We, yeah. There doesn't even have to be a lottery. Like yeah. we will, we'll conduct it for you. We'll promote it on our show, even. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. <laughs> you, you don't know, have to pay us anything. People get angry to be publicly shamed, but you know, let's. They, they wouldn't get angry if they weren't so publicly shameful. So you know, I, yeah. Yeah, I figure it's a win-win. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yep. <laughs> well, we've uh, solved the world's world's problems yep. here today on the show. Yeah, we uh, usually do. Just hanging up How did you? 2017. <laughs> How did your drink pair, Lizzie, with your life event? I don't necessarily know if it paired with my life event, but it definitely paired with this nice afternoon. Yeah, it was a good looking drink. Yeah, I like the crushed ice. I don't have a lot of crushed ice going on. Yeah. Um, it's snowing here in Brooklyn today, so it's a little snowy drink to go with the snow. It's yeah. nice. It's like a. It was like a sculpted half pipe at a. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, the instructions are so confusing. If you didn't have a picture to go off to understand what they were getting, yeah, you know they didn't really articulate it well. I tried to rewrite it to make it a little more sense. But when you see the photo, I think you'll get the idea. Yeah, you got to look at the picture. It's like yeah. it's like putting a puzzle together. Yeah. Um. How about you, Chris? Uh. Yeah, it was tasty. I mean. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I actually, I ended up just making myself a last word. <laughs> so, because I, the only mezcal I had had the, the worms in it. So I did the mm, worms, yes. and whatever. Anyway, um, so I'm just drinking last word and, uh, we all know how what? we all feel about last words. So yeah, nothing no, wrong with that. Very favorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and your barrel. Our, uh, yeah, it was great. You <laughs> don't gone? look ill. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. trigger He's, anything. Oh, that's good. That's, that's um, <laughs> I, I realized about halfway through drinking it that I completely spaced out on the passion fruit, which <laughs> I bought three fucking passion well, fruits. I should have put them in. And it's bummer. Like, You'll have to make a second. <laughs> five ounces of rum in this drink. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have two of them tonight. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You, you forgot passion fruit altogether? Yep. I mean, I, I bought the fruit. I just but forgot. There was enough in it uh, that it wouldn't. 
yeah. make the drink bad. It didn't make the drink bad, but it definitely would have been more tropically tasting mm, if sure. I'd had that in. Um, well, next time. Next time, next time. You got that barrel now. You're set up for more. I ha- I, I'm fully equipped to make this drink whenever I want. <laughs> this crazy, crazy drink. Um, well, I'm glad that it didn't turn you off from tiki drinks because yeah. that would have been a real shame. It would have been... been Catastrophic. Yeah, you would have had an existential crisis, <laughs> which none of us really need. Yeah, not, here not, in twenty seventeen. Not here. Not here. Not now. <laughs> not ever. <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, I don't think we have any listener mail today. Probably uh, because we have been so inconsistent with our with yeah. our shows. But we'll get back twenty seventeen. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's new our year. New Year's resolution. New Year, new yeah. us. Back off the wagon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like a uh, drink pairing, we would love to provide one for you. Go to letsdrinkabout.it and click the little voicemail tab, and uh, you can record it right there on your browser. I think if you're on mobile, it makes you download an app, but it's like, yeah. it's not a big deal. No, it works really well. It's free. Yeah, everything's yeah. free. We, uh, should we wrap up the show, guys? Yes. Let's wrap it up. Put a bow on um, it. You should check out our Instagram. Yeah, we've been doing a lot. Let's drink about it. Specifically, I've been doing, Lizzie has been yeah. doing a lot yep. on Instagram. I've been doing one a day. They're all from old episodes. In fact, they're all from pretty old episodes. I'm like starting at the beginning and filling in. I yeah. think at first I was kind of <coughs> cherry picking pictures I liked. Um, so if you see a drink you like, go plug it into the website. You can listen to that episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there'll be a drink a day. And then whenever we have cool things to share beyond that, I'll share some photos from the Stoffer's book. <laughs> yeah. For um, sure. It's been kind of nice to yeah. see those old photos, uh, you know, yeah. memories. It's one There's, of the cooler cocktail Instagrams, I feel like, because we have a million absolutely. drinks now. Because we run it. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I feel like there's so many cocktail Instagrams, it's just like, here's a fucking picture of a drink. We're actually oh, yeah, putting we got the, the recipe. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally cool. And it's fun to see everybody's response to it. Yeah. Sometimes there's people who who kind of say, uh, it, this would be better if you put this in it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it would. That's great. Yeah, That's well, a different recipe, but this is this one. And then there's um, a lot of people who will find like a hit and they like it. And then we've had a few people make that drink that you know, same yeah. day or same week, and that's always really fun to see. So, and it has um, been fun to see people, uh, including us, in there when they're, when they're out in the wild having a drink, oh, yeah. and they add us in there. Absolutely, like, oh, it's really cool. That is my favorite thing. Yeah. So please keep doing that because yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also on Twitter at Drink About It. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook, and what else? <laughs> uh, we're on Peach and Friendster. And <laughs> what, what was that one app that everybody got excited Hello. about when it died? <laughs> um, Lizzie is on Twitter at Lizzie Bartelt. Chris is on there as Chris B. Chicken. And Benjamin is on at, uh, at Benjamin R-A-H-R. Yeah. And uh, we should thank Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music. Mm-hmm. Paul Watling for our art. Yes. Thanks, guys. And with that, we will be back at you next time. More life events. More drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke. Happy days. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> ben just choked. <laughs>
<laughs> choked on I was his like, drink. That was real clean. <laughs> on my rum and whatever else. <laughs> Don't choke on rum and coke, but if it's a, a barrel drink. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go choke. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> choke, choke away. 